Welcome to Minx Your Morning, a podcast and Instagram live show brought to you by me, Liat Horowitz, your coach and cheerleader, helping you live the life you love. This is the daily dose of motivation you need to lift your spirits, clarify your goals, and set your intentions for a power day ahead. Stick with me to learn how to minx your morning and elevate your life. Alana Kafetz in the house. If you guys do not yet know Alana, listen up. I'm honored to call her my friend. I'm also excited to share this candid conversation on how she's raising three kids under the age of four and spearheading the millennial mom movement that she's created, otherwise known as Moms Toronto. Alana is truly mixing her way through motherhood and entrepreneurship. So listen up as she shares why it's important to find your passion and purpose and how to turn it into a thriving business. What up, girlfriend? How are you doing, babe? Oh, my God. I am doing so good because it's a great day. It's a great day to be a mom. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be Canadian. It's a great day. I'm so psyched to have you here. And it's perfect timing. I don't know how we managed to make this happen. And I really wanted to have this discussion for a while now because every week or so, I bring on an expert, a guest, someone special to share with my community how they are fixing it when it comes to parenting, when it comes to business, when it comes to personal life, whatever it is, you are mixing it. You're like the version of mix that like, I just want to put up there. Oh my God. So can we just make clear that I've loved Liat since the minute I laid eyes on her and that sometimes you just come across a person who you just get the most delicious, warm, fuzzy feelings about and I remember fangirling over Leah and Carolina from Mom Joe the first time I met them. They're like, oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. And they're like, thank you so much. And they were so kind and so gracious. And here we are. Watch, and Leah and Carolina have been so supportive of my career and have, you know, really were, I think, like the OG mommy influencers in my book who were doing awesome content and, and, and bringing this like awesome dialogue to, to the mommy ecosystem. So. That's just my love fest for you. I just love you. Thank you. I so appreciate that. And literally, you know, the feeling is mutual. Like we just had a vibe from the beginning, right? We yeah. just vibe. We get each other. We get like the vibe, and we get the like no nonsense, and we get the laughing, and the fun, and the the desire to connect. Right. So I'm going to ask, start asking you some questions. And what I'm trying to do here is to, like I told you, showcase what it takes and how it how it happens because a lot of people look at you look at me and what we're doing and they think well I can't do that because of x y and z or I don't know how they put themselves on Instagram or I don't know how I would, I'd love to coach people I'd how to do that I'd love to create a teacher don't know where to start so all the excuses I just want to like shine a light on your process a little bit I'll ask you some questions and hopefully people can feel get inspired to mix their lives all right let's do it okay so let's do it so I want to go back to like how you actually started Moms to Run. I didn't even know I know that story. Like how did that even come about? When I first started Moms Toronto, I had my first child. His name is Elias. He was a few weeks old and truthfully Moms Toronto came out of a place of complete desperation. Really? Like a major sense of feeling like at a loss in early stages of motherhood. 
and feeling like I didn't have my tribe and I didn't know where to find them. I didn't know it at the time, but I had gone onto my local Facebook page and I said like, hey, I'm just looking for moms who want to come over to my house, bring your BYOB, bring your baby, your boob and your bottles. (laughs) And like 19 random women showed up at my house. And as somebody who came from the event space and building community, I was like, okay, we're onto something here. So fast forward now, uh, my son is turning, just turned four. So we're 2017 is where we say we started mom to So February of 2021 will be four years uh, already. Yeah. And it's just, it's been an action packed thrill ride. Yeah. That's how mom's to started. I didn't even know it was really a case of accidental entrepreneurship. And here we are now just like helping moms level up, you know, and bring them a great day. And uh, we continue to pivot and evolve as our community helps um, shape what we need and who we're about. And we continue to just lean in hard to our mommy community. It's amazing. And your mission has always stood like stood out to me and been consistent, I would say. It's all about bringing moms a great day. Literally all the resources and tools and, and opportunities that we can and I've been at your events from the beginning. I remember coming to Richwood Barnes for the first, it was the first month fest. I mean, and I was like, what do you mean she's putting on a wine fest? That couldn't be more revolutionary. So I always loved the fact that you took risks really interesting from the beginning. But I want to know, at what point did you really... So when I turned into a business, it's a good question. It was always percolating in the back end, but the switch went off for me when I realized that this was my calling a switch went off for me where I couldn't focus on my day job anymore. The switch went off for me when I was doing my side hustle at work. The switch went off for me when I decided to pursue a new career because they hired me because of Mom's TO. So that's what happened. I worked for a nonprofit and then that nonprofit, I got poached by a for-profit and in the contract, it literally said, like, I will be working on mom's to like I have to do these lunches I have to do these events I took days off to do it and they agreed they were very very supportive of my entrepreneurial adventure so it was actually September 2019 that August I was supposed to return back to work and I resigned from my day job and just said guys I got to do this full-time and I said okay you, you know you're onto something so continue to do that and that's when I said, I'm going to double down on myself. And that's that's when the magic happened. Incredible. You know, there are so many mommy groups, or just groups in general, forums. It's very, very impressive. So how do you decide what's going to work as a business for you and what is But like, at what points do you say, I've got a million ideas and you have so many opportunities. How do you pick and choose which one you're going to invest in? Yeah, yeah, I have a problem. It's called the shiny light syndrome. It's like, I see a shiny light. I see something new and sparkly and like a moth, I'm drawn to the light. I like, take me to the new activity. What's this new opportunity? I'm like, Ariel, Little Mermaid, like, what is this fork? Oh yes, this fork is shiny. I will go to the fork. I'm really bad like that. But also that's my blessing. My curse is like, I'm an entrepreneur like me. And I was a young entrepreneur with my first entrepreneurial ventures is like, I love, <laughs> like I, I, I have to come from a place of saying no, because I'm so, I'm so fast to say yes. But I find, you know, I learned a lot from my startup world and my nonprofit world. And I come from a place of being able to show up in a way in which like I'm risk averse. I'm not, I'm not risk averse. Like I'm happy to take a risk. I'm very good at taking calculated risks, but I also like to think of it as an acronym, which is be like a BLAS, be like a startup, meaning Ah. think like a startup, fail fast, 
put something into market. If it doesn't work, just, just leave it alone. If something goes really well, then lean into it. So you'll see often we might put things out into market and we're testing the market to see how it does. And if it's something that really works, then we lean into it. So I think for me also, what allows us to be entrepreneurial is like, we have a really dynamic team of women who also have an entrepreneurial spirit. So my was like, be raise the bar each year, you and your crew. And I mean, how do you do it? That's what I want to know. All of it. Like, like, how do you, do you have a schedule? Do you have a structure? Do you have a routine? Or do you just literally get whatever you can done that day and move on? Like, what's your story? So, I mean, first and foremost, I have to be honest, I have a husband who does everything. That's very helpful. My husband takes, and I, and I know how special and unique that is. Also, like, I've decided to outsource a lot of support for my family. So my son's in JK, my, we brought my daughter out of daycare and now she's home and we have a teacher in the basement right now for my kid. I have a nanny. So we, we've like really cobbled together some really interesting childcare situations that allowed me to focus on work a lot of the time. And like, I was funny yet. I was saying to my husband the other day, like I have no hobbies. I have no interests outside of my business. It's, it's actually a blessing and a curse. Like I used to read books. I used to run, I used to do yoga. I used to you know, see girlfriends, but COVID has almost like magnified for me. Like I just do my business all the time. I'm totally obsessed. I live and breathe and drink it. And I love my kids and I love my marriage and I love my family, but I love this business. It, it really is how I believe I was supposed to enter this earth and how I probably will leave this earth is just loving this business. So because of that, that's how I manage. It, it keeps, gives me life. It gives me a reason. It gives me a purpose so much greater than I even, I think I ever really realized, which is like, this is my calling. And there's nothing that brings me more joy than to like rally moms behind the most meaningful cause ever, which is motherhood. So that, that's how I do it and why I do it. We, I feel like we are similar in some ways in the sense that like I- the, the shiny, the shiny thing syndrome, whatever you were talking about. Like I have a million ideas all the time and I'm always like, well, what am I going to do? And how am I going to do it? And I put it on the whiteboard and I'm like, what am I going to process? This is why I work with a coach and I know you do too. And, and I think you hit the nail on the head by saying like having the, the family dynamic work out and having the health and whatever to work with and then to like follow the purpose and the passion. Oh, yeah, because- I'm, I'm so passion driven. I'm so mission driven. And we're actually uh, with my team, we're actually talking about this right now. Like 2020 has brought to light that maybe our mission can be a little bit more meat on the bones, meaning like, you know, I think sometimes women like me, we shy away from hard topics Mm-hmm. And I think there's room for us to actually lean into things that are a little bit more heavy right mm-hmm. now. I think, I think, I think our community is ready for that. And obviously we do things that are light and fun and entertaining and inspiring and educational and work with people like you who are the best in the business. But if I want to mix my morning, I got to show up, right? If you want to mix your morning, I got to really feel like what's my fight sign. And I feel like it almost feels empty if I don't show up now in a way that we can use our voice in a platform, that's going to really move the goalpost a bit or pivot closer to something that is, has more tachlis, if you know, like it has a little bit more meat and potatoes. That's what I'm looking for right now. And I think we're at a place right now where we can really do that. So if you're looking out for stuff us from us in 2021, you're going to see a little bit more meat on the bones. I love that. I think that for you and me both in a weird way, this whole COVID thing has been, absolute blessing and opportunity for us to delve into our communities different ways but like really feel what they need and show up and offer 
support and be there, right? I was going to say, Liette, it's funny. When I look at my vision board of the things that are coming up, you know, I try to lean into things that seem a little bit outside of where moms would normally put themselves. So like when a winery comes to me and my wine agents come to me and say like, we want to launch a wine brand with you. And I'm like, this has been a dream on the vision board. Like literally since 2017, white labeling wine was like always on the vision. There's a few other things that were like on the vision board from 2017 that seemed like a pipe dream. And some of those pipe dreams are actually coming to fruition, which is crazy. So when the wine came to be, we were talking about that since 2017. And then the agents came to me and were like, it's time. It's time to come up with a brand. It's time to hit the shelves. And I was like, okay, let's do this. And now we have delicious, crushable wine. It is so good. And as somebody who's a whiny and a foodie and somebody who's married to a, a renowned chef, like wine is a big part of our life. My son's Hebrew name is Geffen, which is Hebrew from the fruit of the wine, like the v- fruit of the vine. Like it's literally that we, we come from a culture where we celebrate with wine. We mourn with wine. And I think with moms, what's interesting is like, it's not about wine culture, right? It's about unifying and breaking bread, right? It's what the wine represents. Freedom, choice, showing up for yourself in the motherhood point, right? So I'm not talking about booze culture. If, you have a, if you're somebody who suffers with, with addiction or alcoholism, like I want you to get help. We're not necessarily the group for you. But if you're somebody who, is a, who has a, a good grasp on balance in your life, but maybe you, you want permission to pick yourself, that's what the wine means to me. And that's what it's always meant to me. So wine has always been this like, you know, sex in the city. The city is the other, the other main yeah, character. That's, that's character. what wine is, right? Like we have four characters. We have Osana who does our events. We have Brianna who does our social. Priya who does a lot of our logistics, myself. And then sort of the wine. I think I need to put a boob in the mouth. One sec. But no, how, I, how you do it? How you do it? You just do it. You know, Vivian Kay, who was one of our keynotes at MomFest. She, yeah, she has a keynote called What Would Chad Do? And what she says Chad does and what, I mean, I'll just, I'll just quote her. She literally says like, just do it. Just start, just show up. Like no one's going to give you permission and no one is standing in your corner. No one is, no one is going to be your cheerleader and say, you know what? Pick you, you know what? Today's the day you're going to start. You just got to do it, you know? And then your cheerleaders show up. It's so amazing to me who has come to be my, our cheerleaders, the people who buy from us, right? The people who like our comments, the people who subscribe to our newsletter, the people who became our Halo members, like people who are putting their money where their mouth is, they're showing up. And it's so amazing. You don't know who's going to show up with you until you, until you put it out into the world. And I'm seeing so many moms put ideas into the community and sort of, I know that there's this sort of thing, like when you become a mom and you're on mat leave, it's time to come up with your business idea. I don't think that's it. I think people for the first time can take pause and say, holy shit, what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Maybe you've been doing the same job for 14 years or seven years or eight years or, you know, is this your time to pivot? Yeah. Lean into that. Start your truelery company. Start your launch of your new product. Become a gardener. Become an influencer. Make your thing on Etsy. Like, it's time, you know, show up. I did it for 13 years. You hit my story like a nail on the head. I did the corporate world for 13 years and pretty much every day of those 13 years, like, I'm done. We've got to find that other part. Got to fulfill that that burning sort of feeling that you're meant to do something on this earth and what what I'll tell you about your community is that they're so open to that process because 
when I've done a takeover or when I spoke at MomFest, they're like literally eyes wide open. Like, what can I do? How do I do this? What do you think I should do? How do you, how to find passion? How to find passion? We are lucky because we're on the other end of that story, on the other side of the story. We found it's it. True. We're in it. We're experimenting. We're doing it. But a lot of people, I don't know how to do that. And also, Cushy job. You and I both know it's really hard. Leaving a cushy job is hard. Leaving six figures was hard. Having not making money for a long time is hard. You know, I pay my team before I pay myself, which is not the best business strategy. But I want everyone else to be happy. And let's also like pinpoint my white middle class privilege. I am somebody who can do these things. I know exactly how lucky I am and where I'm holding. And when I talk about talking about things a little bit more seriously, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I come from a place of privilege. I come from a place where I can go and do what I want and try and experiment. My husband has a great job, a very supportive family. If you're somebody from a, like a, like a socioeconomic status that doesn't allow for you to pursue your dreams. Like I feel for you. I couldn't imagine hating my life every day. That's not the life I wanted for myself. So mom's TO and more and more and with the mom halo and our chapters and um, the wine and all the different things that we have percolating for next year. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. And I, I agree with you. Look, we were in the live event business. Our business has really suffered, you know, and mom fest is a testimony to testament, you know, the 1175 people who showed up. It's, it's a testament. It's a testament of people. The average amount of person, the average person we had spent 300 minutes at mom fest, 300 minutes. Our data shows us that, right? So, oh, sorry, Henry. I know my boob is not in your mouth very well. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that's so, really remarkable. That it is, is remarkable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Incredible. So that's it. Like people are craving more. I think I offer people a community that is so real. And if you speak to the mom halo, like I get to know every single one of our actual members. Our mom halo, by the way, for those who don't know, is our VIP community of women who like double down on themselves. So I double down on them and I do one-on-one calls with everybody. And when I talk to them, I say like, what do you, what can we do for you? What are your goals this year? You know? Wow. I do. And a lot of them are like, well, you know, like I was, a, this was my career before, but now I want to pivot. And then they tell me what they want to do. And I'm like, let's do it. How can I help you? You know? And I'm there to sort of help people like just be their cheerleader. If you put it out to the world, there's one woman in our community who started her entire nonprofit like in the last six months since June from joining mom's TO and it's all about infant loss. So like, that's a pretty heavy topic. Anyways, it's, it's really, really special. Amazing. I think there's, I don't think, I don't like to essentialize moms or women by any means, but I do really think that there is so much that unifies you and motherhood is literally a rite of passage that you cannot understand until you're on it yourself. And with every stage and age of motherhood, I'm living three different stages, newbornhood. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I look at somebody like you, whose kids are a little bit older. We have moms in our community of tweens and teens. And even my own mom with four adult children, you understand like, this is a job that's not going to go anywhere, right? The learning curve is constantly changing. And what you really want to do is you want to do right by your children, but you got to do right by yourself, you know? And I think there's this like sacrificial lamb mentality that moms often had, which is like, you come last, you sacrifice, you sacrifice, you're, you're a poor orphan, Annie, and everyone else's, you know, sort of priority is over you. And I really have come to learn that like, by putting myself first and putting my business first, everyone else makes me also their priority. So my husband puts me ahead of himself all the time, 100%, you know, he's the most caring, the most loving, the most 
dedicated and fucking does everything in this family, you know? <laughs> um, and I have to say, I know how lucky I am. I don't even like to tell people that because I know the, the people go to not like this like weird place of jealousy and I'm not lying. I'm just, I feel like I have to give credit where credit is due and I would never be anywhere. I wasn't when I meet young people, they're like, what's the biggest advice you can tell me? I'm like, marry the right person. Just marry the, take the time and meet the goddamn right person. Don't rush it because like when I looked at my husband and I say this all the time, like I didn't, when I closed my eyes and I pictured myself under my wedding canopy, that my husband was not the man I was going to marry, but he is the man I married. And I'm thinking my lucky stars every day. Cause it is, I just need to acknowledge that. I mean, maybe I'm just feeling extra lovey towards him right now, but he's just, he's amazing. He's just amazing. And I think women who are quite successful in their businesses have very, very supportive husbands. Amen. Yeah. This, this could be an episode dedicated to our husbands because I am very <laughs> lucky and honored to have the same situation. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be able to do this without you. Oh, your husband's amazing. Like, whenever I talk about you, it's as if we know you. Like, you know, part of the house. Aladdin no, no. Husband. He knows me from tech to That's why. Right. That's right. Connected in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Okay, so one last question. Tell us what we can expect, how we can, like, you know, support from Amsterdam. Yeah, so you're going to see a lot more of the wine conversation. We're experimenting with some stuff and there's some stuff happening around Playdate that's going to be really cool that we're really hopeful for. And I can't, I can't see more than that, but just keep your eye on the Playdate account if you haven't followed drinkplaydate.com. If you haven't ordered yet a case, the best thing I can ask you to do is think about your stocking stuffers this year, holiday presents. It's a nice $20 bottle of wine. It is so crushable. And my husband and I were laughing yesterday. And my husband's a wine snob, a serious wine snob. Like he orders wine from France. He looked at me yesterday. He's like, man, Playdate is so crushable. It goes down so easy. I'm like, I know it's like a blessing and a curse that we have so much of it at home, but it is delicious. So, you know, the wine, you're going to see more of that. We're planning something really big for Mother's Day and we're toiling with something for New Year's Eve, which is TBA. So a lot more virtual um, opportunities and, you know, some really interesting collaborations and really awesome resident scholars like yourself, Liat, like really doubling down on bringing the best in business forward. And I think what we've always done, we try to bring the best in class. We try to be best in class and bring the best in class. So you'll continue to see really, really, really awesome mom entrepreneurs and experts in industry stepping up and taking the podium. I love it. And I literally cannot <laughs> wait because after I post this on Instagram, I'm going to hop over yes. from Toronto and do the takeover. I love it. For the day and get to know I your love people it. and get to know how I can help them. So on that note, thank you so much. Liat, I think you're amazing. Everyone I know who's working with Liat right now loves her. She's, she's obviously, I just think Liat was born to do this. And I say that with the most respect. You know, Liat showed me Rachel Hollis. I never knew Rachel Hollis in my life. I've never been to a Tony Robbins experience. I've never been to any of these things where you go and you really are there for yourself. And I think this is your calling, babe. Like I, Gosh, we did Tony Robbins together. I, that was crazy. And you had, and you yourself single-handedly brought like 12 people to Rachel Hollis. It was crazy. So oh, you just yeah. knew, you knew. And you're, I just think that you are a trailblazer and I'm excited to see what happens for you for next year. And I can't wait to see you do a takeover for Moms T.O. And Liat is our transformational coach. She will be coming to Moms T.O. many, many times. And we can't wait to see you guys transform. There we go. Yeah, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you, babe. I really appreciate it all the best guys this episode was recorded on my instagram live platform as part of my daily live show also called minx your morning 
In case you want to watch this interview, head over to the show notes and enjoy it straight from my feed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review, rate this episode, and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www. .liathorovitz.com and come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Liat Horowitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.